Luke chapter 19 from verse 28 onwards. When he had said this, he went on ahead, going up to Jerusalem. And it came to pass, when he drew near to Bethphage and Bethany, at the mountain called Olivet, that he sent two of his disciples, saying, Go into the village opposite you, where as you enter you will find a cold tide on which no one has ever sat. Loose it and bring it here. And if anyone asks you, Why are you losing it? Thus you shall say to him, because the Lord has need of it. So those who were sent went their way and found it just as he had said to them. But as they were losing the coast, the owners of it said to them, Why are you losing the coast? And they said, The Lord has need of him. Then they brought him to Jesus, and they threw their own clothes on the coast, and they set Jesus on him. And, he, and as he went, many spread their clothes on the road. We're going to stop right here, and we'll take you back again to verse 28 one more time. When he had said this, he went ahead, going up to Jerusalem. And it came to pass, I'm reading from the New King James Version, when he had said this, he went on ahead, going up to Jerusalem. And it came to pass when he drew near to Bethphage and Bethany at the mountain called Olivet that he sent two of his disciples saying, Go into the village opposite you where as you enter you will find a cold tide on which no one has ever sat. Loose it and bring it here. And if anyone asks you, Why are you loosing it? Thus you shall say to them, to him, because the Lord has need of it. Now, the purpose of God for every single one of us here, the purpose of God for every single one of us here, God has a purpose for our lives. Before the foundation of the world, God saw us and he said, I have a plan for you and I want you to fulfill that plan. God has created us with a very specific purpose. God has created us for something. Now we see in this passage here, we see Jesus Christ, we see disciples, and we also see a donkey there. We also see the creation of God, we see man, and you see beast there. When you look at the animal here, someone can say, oh, it's just an animal. But Jesus said, I need that animal. The animal that was tied, the animal that no one ever wanted, Jesus said, I am in need of that animal. God is speaking to our hearts today. You are more valuable than the colt. You are more valuable than that donkey that God said, I am in need of that. There are a few things that the Spirit of the Lord wants to speak to us today from this section, which will really touch your spirit, which will make a difference in your life if you really take it in. 
Now you look here, Jesus is looking at his disciples and he's saying this. He says, go into the village opposite to you. He's giving a direction, he says, go there. And he says, when you enter that place, you'll find a colt tied. There's this animal that has been tied. This colt has been tied. How long it has been tied, we don't know. But it was tied. When Jesus told the disciples to go there, he knew that the colt was tied, and his goal was to loosen that colt, not just to loosen the colt and just let it run loose, but to loosen that colt and bring that colt to Jesus. God is speaking to our heart at this hour. This is a prophetic word that God is giving to us. There is this bondage that is there that has been holding on to this donkey, and this donkey has been tied there for a long time. It's just standing there. Everybody is going past the donkey, and the donkey is still there. The donkey is being fed and taken care of. Obviously, it's alive. So it is eating, and it's drinking water. So the basic needs of the donkey are met. However, the donkey has not been put to use. The purpose for the donkey has not been identified. The donkey is just there. Nobody has ever brought on that donkey, and it's just there standing. Jesus saw that donkey. Others saw, and they said, we don't need you right now. But Jesus saw that donkey that no one ever used. And Jesus said, I am in need of the donkey. God is speaking at this hour. If you feel, oh Lord. I feel like nobody wants me. I feel like I'm of no use. Oh Lord, I don't know what my purpose is. Lord, I try to do something. You don't know how many times the donkey would have made that donkey noise to show that I am here. I'm here. Morning, I'm here. Evening, I'm here. It might have just wagged its tail and it might have even kicked a little bit and it might have done all these things. But you know, it was time. Until Jesus gave the command, hallelujah, at your command, hallelujah, Jesus gave the command, he gave the command to his disciples and he said, go loosen the donkey, hallelujah. You might have been tied for so long until God gave the command to someone to say, go loosen the donkey. It is so important when the donkey is loosened, the donkey shouldn't say, well, I've been tied to this pole for too long. And you know what? I've been seeing this pole morning. I've been seeing this pole afternoon. I've been seeing this pole night. I don't know anything other than this area. I will just stay tied. There are people who refuse to change. There are people who refuse to be free. They say, I know this and this is what I know. I don't want to go outside of where I am. What is going to happen if I go outside of where I am? When you don't even know what's going to happen, God said, get out of the bondage. Then you will see what will happen. Hallelujah. Until the donkey got out of the bondage, the donkey didn't know what was going to happen to that donkey. But one thing the donkey knew, when somebody takes a hey, I am moving others, finally I'm seeing another piece of ground over here. Something new, I'm walking on something that I've never walked on. God is speaking to our hearts today, that's what freedom is. When God frees you, you see things that you never saw before. When God frees you, you go to places that you never went before. All of a sudden, everything is different. All of a sudden, you feel special. You don't feel abandoned. You don't feel lonely. You don't feel like you're just there by yourself. God is speaking to our hearts today. God is in need of you because God wants to bless you. God is in need of you because God wants to bless you. How cool is that? It should make you feel special. 
God is in need of you, not because God is in need, because He wants to bless you. There's no one like Jesus. People will come to us and say, I am in need of you because I am in need. But God is not in need of anything from us. But His heart is, the need that He has, the longing that He has, He wants to see you prosper. God wants to see you blessed. God wants to see you well. God wants to see you put to good use where you can feel happy about being used by God. Hallelujah. This donkey is there for a long time. Now God is commanding His disciples to say, Go into the village opposite to you, where as you enter you will find a cold tide on which no one has ever sat. Lose it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, why are you losing it? That you shall say to him, because the Lord has need of it. Now there is this word of God that is coming to us at this hour. When God gives a word, when God is moving and when God is doing something in your life, God is already showing that there are hindrances that you will face. Hindrances for who? For the servants of God who will come to release you. There are hindrances that the donkey will also face. The donkey is tied over there. But you know what? There is a boss for the donkey. Every person who is bound, they have a boss who has them in bondage. For every person who is bound, whether they are bound to addiction, whether they are bound to whatever it may be, sickness, whatever it is, the bondage has a boss. If you have a bondage, whether it is sickness or sin, whatever it may be, that bondage has a boss, remember. Do you know what? There's a boss who is bigger than that boss. Hallelujah. When he sends his disciples say, Loose them that coat. And if that boss comes and says, Hey, I've been having this person bound to this coat for a long time. What are you doing trying to take my possession? that time, his word will prevail. Hallelujah. When he said, set him free. When he said, set him free. His word prevails. Word from the Lord for you is, it is at that time you have to speak his word. You cannot give in to fear. When God comes to release you from that bondage, when the Lord is doing something in your life, you will feel opposition. You will face opposition. How many of you know that? How many of you have seen that? How many of you have felt that? You will face opposition. When you face opposition, if you say that, Oh my God, this person now, Oh, the owner of the donkey came and out. He is going to say, Peace, peace, they are coming to steal this donkey. I don't want to lose my testimony. And if they would have just ran, what would have happened? They would have gone back to Jesus without the donkey. They wouldn't have fulfilled their mission. But they have to hold on to the word of the Lord. Guess what? Jesus said that there will be a donkey and there was a donkey. If Jesus said there is a donkey, when he never even saw that place where the donkey was, now that word is enough for us. When the boss of the donkey comes and says, Hey, this is my donkey. You can say that. Well, your boss needs a donkey. Let it go. When you face a hindrance in your life, where God has promised something, and you can see that promise, you can just feel that promise, and it's right before you, and all of a sudden you face a hindrance, where the enemy comes and says, I'm not going to let you go, like Pharaoh says that. I'm not going to let you go. His word prevails. 
It is so important at that time to hold on to what God has said and not to give in to fear. Don't give in to fear. When God has spoken something over your life, if God has spoken something over your life, it is important for you to hold on to that. No matter what happens, at your command, the winds and waves, they obey you. At your command, the heavens roll back as a scroll. At your command, the seas, they dry up, they dry up. Oh, the boss of the donkey, he let go of the donkey at your command. Hallelujah. If God commands, whoever is holding a son, whoever is holding a daughter, who is holding a head, who is holding a finances, whoever is holding, whatever it is, he has to let go. He has to let go. Hallelujah. Because God needs our children. How many of you say that? God needs our children. How many of you believe that? God needs our families. How many of you believe that? God needs our finances. How many of you believe that? God has to bring us out. Hallelujah. When the Lord brings us out of captivity, we were like those who dream. Dream. Hallelujah. This is who our God is. When he says something, his vision becomes a reality. It's already there. Hallelujah. When God has spoken something, his word already becomes something that wasn't there. When Jesus said, go and get that donkey, loosen that donkey and bring it because I need it. This is the word God is saying. God is saying, he needs you, he needs your son, he needs your daughter, he needs your family, he needs your spouse, he needs everything you have. God needs because God wants to bless you. Hallelujah. Not because he has a need, but because he wants to bless you. He wants to see your generation prosper now and forever. Hallelujah. Now and forever, God wants to see us thrive in him. God went to the donkey that was by his cross and Jesus said, I am sending you disciples. Now this is a faith journey for the disciples and a faith journey for the donkey too. Where God is sending the disciples, the disciples are going based on what Jesus said. And as they went based on what Jesus said, they really saw the donkey. And just like how Jesus said, really the owner of the donkey came. And what did they do? They simply did what Jesus told them to do. The word of the Lord for you is, do not give in to fear. Do not give in to fear. When you are doing God's will, when you're holding on to the promise of God, when something threatening is in front of you, when something opposite happens, do not go into fear. You know what you should do? You need to speak what God has spoken over you. Whenever God has spoken to you, you speak that word and you say, Oh, God has said this. You look at your sickness and you say, Oh, sickness, you got to let go of me because I am in need for my God. Hallelujah. My body is needed for my God. Hallelujah. Oh, my finances are needed for my God. My spouse needs the need of God. My children, they need God. My spouse, she needs God. Whatever your situation is, my son, he needs God and God needs him. My daughter, he needs God and God needs him. We need to open our mouth and speak. When you see your situation opposite to what Jesus said, would you know that he has said already? How many of you know that he has spoken over your life? How many of you know that he has spoken over your family? If you have received the word from the Lord, he just said, oh, I'm going to speak it. Hallelujah. I'm going to speak it to the force that says, oh, this is mine, you say. Oh, it may be yours for such a long time, but not anymore because your boss is in need of that. Hallelujah. We need to make Jesus Christ as the boss of our situation. Hallelujah. Whatever your situation is, you need to exhort Jesus Christ. You need to tell Satan. You need to look at your infirmity. You need to look at your opposite situation and you have to say, oh, my God is bigger than you. 
my God is bigger than you. You need to look at your situation and you need to talk and you need to say, my God is bigger than you. And my God said, you need to go and I need to go to Him. Hallelujah. Whatever is holding you must go and you need to go to God so that He can bless you. Hallelujah. He is in need of you. He is in need of your family. He is in need of everything you have because He wants to bless you. Because God wants to bless you. Because God wants to bless you, He is calling this donkey. He says, I want you. Come, let's go. Now you see here, when this happened, let's go to verse 32. So those who were sent went their way and found it just as He had said to them. Whatever God has spoken in your life is true, it is the truth. It can never change as long as you don't change. If you believe this word, you will see it happen. Because they believed and because they went, now they saw exactly what Jesus said happened in their lives. But as they were losing the coals, the owners of the church said to them, why are you losing the coals? Just like Jesus said, just like we just saw a few minutes ago, he they faced hindrance. But you know who won? The one who spoke God's word. When you are about to inherit what you should inherit, which God said you will inherit, you will face opposition. You will face opposition. Don't say, oh my God, I want to hear this. This pastor comes and says, you will face opposition. You will face opposition. But you know what? The easy thing is to just speak what God has told you to speak. Just tell. Because His word is more powerful than the opposition you face. What did Jesus say? If you have faith as a mustard seed, and you don't doubt in your heart, but you look to the mountain and you tell that mountain to be removed, God said, it will obey you. When God tells you to do something, you simply trust Him and do it. It's not going to move because you are something big, no, because something bigger than it you to tell what he said based on his word this is obeying what you are saying God is speaking at this hour whatever your situation is when you are praying and while you are praying you are seeing light and you see oh Lord this darkness is going and I am seeing light and all of a sudden you feel like a darkness bigger than that come and say oh no I am not going to go at that time you feel like, oh Lord, I was praying and I thought things were changing and now it's worse than before. And then just sink into a deeper pit. God says, don't do that. When you see something bigger than that come, all you need to do is say what Jesus said. Say what God said. Look at that and say, oh no, 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 no. This is what my God said. This is what my God said. You have a bad report. Oh no, no, God said, better days are coming for me. Oh no, 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 no. You have a bad report, you have to go. I received good report from God. What God has said will stay if you take that and make it your own. These disciples believed Jesus and they went to where the coals was. And they saw the hindrance. When they saw the hindrance, the hindrance didn't overcome them. They overcame the hindrance. God is speaking to your heart for this hour. Remember what hindrance you may see this year. Know that. If God says before the end of this year, this will, this will, this will, this will, all this will happen. It will happen. It will happen. It will happen. It is so important for you not to be scared when something opposite happens in the middle. All you need to do is say, Oh, this is what God said. You need to go. And I need what God said will happen to me. Hallelujah. The coals were loosened by these people because they had faith in Jesus Christ. 
Your faith can move mountains if you believe in the faithfulness of the one who gave you the word. If he gave you the word, he's capable of doing it. If he gave you the word, he is all powerful to do it. And Jesus, as he said, saw the donkey and he rode on the donkey. What a privilege for the donkey. What a privilege for the donkey. Now we see here, verse 36. And as they went, many spread their clothes on the road. Then as he was now drawing near the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory in the highest. You see, this donkey that was quite tough, all of a sudden it's in a group setting. All of a sudden. It was just by itself. Now it's saying, like, I'm walking on my clothes. What happened? My road is different. Where I am is different. Oh, I'm seeing people singing. I'm hearing them singing all of a sudden. So for a moment, the donkey might have thought they're singing to the donkey, but then it realized, oh, no, no, it's not for me, but it's for Jesus. Oh, 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 it's so happy. What a privilege to become the carrier of the Lord Jesus Christ. What a privilege. What a privilege. What a privilege. What a privilege. What a privilege this donkey got. The donkey thought, oh, this is how my life is going to be. This is how I'm going to be. I'm going to be. I'm going to be. This is how I'm going to be. God said, oh, no, 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 no. I have a different plan for you. Satan's plan is isolation. But God's plan is exaltation. I want to repeat this as the Holy Spirit wants me to. Satan's plan is isolation. He wants to isolate people. And keep them in isolation. But God's plan is exaltation. God wants to exalt His people. God wants to bless His people. God wants to make His people useful. And God says, I have come that you might have life. And life more abundantly. Shall we all stand up together?